Do you ever wish you could just click a button and someone else would ship an order to your customer? That's called drop shipping, and that's what's up next. So we're here to talk about drop shipping and how a service like that can help an independent re retailer and meet the demand and expectations of their customers. Well, this is, I love this conversation. And I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I think this is one of the most underutilized benefits of smart detailing. Yeah. It's so, you know, we have retailers that are doing well into seven figures off of our websites and they're all using drop shipping. What a good yes. business to be in, like advertising product that I don't have to carry. Consumers get it faster. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, to call it a money making machine would be unfair, but it's, it's really good business. Yes. And then we have retailers that don't use it at all. I wish we'd used it when I was working at my last bike shop with a smart chilling website. It really would have been. Yeah. Great. Everybody should be using it. Uh, mm -hmm. And of course, like, it's just, I don't know, it's how people shop. But like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, as a consumer want product faster. And obviously you judge customers or retailers based on how quickly you get something. Like, do you guys watch your like order notice emails as closely as I do? hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yep. Yeah. I love waking up in the morning and opening up the, the email account I have for e-commerce orders, uh, and, and, and seeing where, seeing where something's at, but that, you know, dropship just gets the product there faster. And then for the retailer, you know, to not have to carry the inventory and to not have to invest all the payroll. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a good business, both from an operation standpoint, but from a customer loyalty standpoint too. Mm -hmm. Talk about that because I think we I talk about with clients, but that execution piece, um, you know, for years, can, uh, local retailers worried they couldn't compete on price. I don't think price is the primary co competition point. I, I think it's execution. So you said about payroll and processes. How do how do we think and how do we see retailers lowering payroll and improving execution using something like dropship? Well, let, let's say the product isn't in your inventory. If that's the case, your buyer needs to place a wholesale order. You need to receive the product. You need to repackage the product and ship it. Let's say it's a scenario where you have the item in your inventory, but it's also in the supplier's inventory. It is way more efficient to cut out all those processes you would need in order to pull an item off the shelf to ship it or receive the next item. So it's just you're one click away from letting somebody else do the work. Yeah. And then I think that reminds me that that also heads off a problem we see with such thin inventory is the sales happening quickly. I've sold something I've got on the floor before I can go grab it. Somebody tries to buy it on the floor. Well, if, I, if I'm going to send that order to a supplier anyway, that stays on my floor. I have a chance to also sell that to a local customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, what, where's the most efficient place for that product to be selling? Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's a closed-out helmet, totally different story. Yeah. You know, you you want it off your shelf. But if it's a, a high-turn floor pump for you, why not have it sitting on the sales floor waiting for somebody to walk in the store to buy it? Uh, or to meet, or, you know, or meet the click and collect customer who wants to buy right now and come pick it up today. So it's, it's really just what, what's the right inventory for the right cost customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being able to, you, I mean, you don't, you don't have to fulfill an order all in the same manner. Do you? you can... no, no, no. Like, yeah, with us, you can, you can split it and, and ship that helmet out of stock mm -hmm. and drop ship the pump. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it's, it kind of feels like 
I think we've all obviously been in the industry for a while. This seems like it's something that's been growing in the bicycle industry. How common do you think this is um, across retail in general? You know, I think that if you look at it through a couple of lenses, like let's say we just let's say we just start with like national retailers with like a Target or a, um, a Best Buy. You know, their consumers have coached been coached to know that that they're going to be able to look they're going to be able to shop a store's local inventory if they choose to filter down to that. But otherwise, they're just shipping a, or they're, they're shopping from a broader inventory. And with those national suppliers, they have a distribution network, so they're drop shipping out of their own warehouses to meet a huge portion of their orders. But then it's it's becoming increasingly important for local retailers as well. Um, you know, I I think you guys know I've become obsessive with driving my Jeep uh, in the last couple of years. Really? Yeah, I know a lot of huh. either eye rolls or, yeah, good call. <laughs> uh, freaking obsessive. But anyway, uh, I now know that Jeep stands for just empty every pocket. Uh, and you <laughs> oh. can buy so much stuff. <laughs> well, I found this really cool website called Extreme Terrain. Is this an uh, ad? And not, not, not sponsored. Be clear about that, <laughs> but they're great. I mean, it's an awesome website. It's awesome customer service, and uh, and they do stock a ton of inventory. But then a huge portion of it just is listed as ships from supplier. I don't care. I, you know, yes, I could I could go to the supplier's website and buy from them, but I don't know how good their customer service is, or um, you know, I've got a relationship with Extreme Terrain, and so I order from them. But the box shows up, and it's got a different brand's logo on it. I don't care. I'm opening the box and I'm putting the part on. You order enough stuff. You don't really remember what's coming anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know what's coming. <laughs> How much stuff can you buy for your Jeep? Is that, oh, see, God, is, is Susie, that a dumb question? That question? That's oh, not God, right. Okay. So there's, there is a scenario where somebody just wants to accessorize, in which case I cannot adequately express how many accessories you can get for a Jeep. Oh, do you get like little eyelashes for your Jeep? That is not my choice, but I, you know, you, you be you. Uh, but no, my scenario is I run into a lot of things. And so I have to replace part, like I'm, I've got a bumper or not a bumper. I've got an exhaust muffler in my garage right now because the factory muffler is now completely destroyed. Um, putting armor plates under the transfer case. I hit a lot of rocks. But the point is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Are we here for the point, Mark? We don't have to be, but it's a good point, though. Your, your point is you found a place and built a relationship and feel good about that. That place leverages all they can to keep you as a happy customer. Uh, our clients, local retailers, can do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think another parallel, if you'll humor me, is this is a COVID thing for me. I didn't do this two years ago. I picked it up last summer. And so, you know, if we look at this through the lens of, of you know, maybe a, you know, just as a cyclist, as a cyclist, I know all of my options, you know, and there might be, you know, what I might consider an industry leading e-commerce company that, that maybe does, you know, warrant my attention. Um, but I, when I'm new to an activity, I've built a relationship with somebody and I don't really care what all my options are. That's where I go to shop. And so I think that's what a lot of our customers have the opportunity to do right now is, is, is earn that repeat business from people that they've already kind of earned the loyalty from, you know, while still acknowledging that like physical stores are still relatively small. Uh, and 
the amount of selection available in cycling is as endless as Jeep stuff. And so if you can't stock it all and you want to meet your customers where they are, mm -hmm. drop shipping is just simply the best solution for everybody. And we were talking about holiday marketing recently too. And, and I think it's important to note that not everybody's shopping for cycling a, a gear at different times of the year, a cyclist. And so if you can be more of a one-stop shop because you're displaying access to multiple warehouses that you haven't had to invest in that inventory in, then you have a better chance of that non-cyclist trying to buy a gift, finding what they need at your place versus jumping around from site to site. Yeah, 100%. Especially if, I mean, this is becoming the norm, I think. You know, shopping online in general is becoming the norm, as we've, as we've seen, especially when people are spending a little bit more time at home. Um, so why not, yeah, meet them where they're at, whether they're your new customer or existing customer or just your holiday shopper. And, and I think we want to make sure, like we do with most things, that we're bringing industry information to this. But specifically to Smart Detailing, we now have four U.S. suppliers that from your own Smarty Telling website, you can delegate orders for pick packing and shipping. So QVP track specialized. And, and by the time anybody hears this HLC, um, and that's exciting because it, let's, we let's not forget LTP in Canada, in Canada. Correct. Yeah. LTP sports in Canada. And I think it's exciting because we had a lot of early adoption when we first released that technology and it's come back kind of with a vengeance. So we've added two very recently. Mm -hmm. Um, so, there's a little bit for everybody. And, and, and just too, I think it's important to note that what we're saying is this is another option within a retailer's business. You're still going to fulfill orders out of your inventory. You're still going to have pickup and store and home delivery. You're still going to probably ship a few things yourself. Uh, but it's another arrow in the quiver so that if you are busy, cause we hear that a lot, I'm too busy to do this. Well, you're not too busy to go, Oh, that's an order. Let me push this button and let somebody else put it in a box and ship it to the customer. So it, I think it is an important tool uh, for today's retailer. You know, I think a lot of what the, a lot of the conversations I end up having, you know, uh, industry events, working with suppliers, it, are around channel strategy. And and I think that if you look at that from the supplier standpoint, you've obviously seen an evolution of channel strategy between just really a absolutely 100% commitment to the IBD to then opening up direct to consumer selling and some, you know, many cases, e-commerce sellers. Mm -hmm. um, and these dropship integrations that we've seen, you know, from suppliers show a commitment to independent retailers being a part of their channel strategy, acknowledging that many consumers want to buy online for home delivery from the bike shop. So that that's a sign of commitment. But then I, I, th I really think bike shops need to look at the same thing. What's their channel strategy? Are they going to limit themselves to just just in, you know uh, just buying in store or buying in store for in store pickup or buying in store or buying online for for home delivery? And if you're going to do the home delivery part, how do you maximize profitability and selection? And that's what dropships for. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. What else is the key piece of that? What else is important for us to share? How easy is this for retailers? Is this how much do they have to do on their end? I think it's pretty easy. I mean, it's essential. Once you get it set up, it's basically a click. And you're already having to touch the order in your order manager. Yeah. And we talk to people about that a lot too, because there's, you know, 
retailers are very focused on their business. They're very good at that piece. Sometimes the technology isn't something they're used to and they don't just don't know the process. And some of them think, well, it'll just come in and see that it's a supplier order and I'll never do a thing. Well, you do have to follow the order like you would any order because the customer bought from you. The fact mm -hmm. that somebody else, a supplier or a trusted brand partner is taking some of those fulfillment steps, which just means they're doing the pickbacking and shipping. Like you said earlier, right? They don't know or care that that's what's happening. So you still want to watch the order, but it's not retailers are very good at processes of how they get a customer in the store, find the right product, close the sale, get them through the point of sale system, collect the data they need to collect for, for the future of that relationship and move on. It's exactly the same when that happens on your website. It's exactly the same if you're fulfilling that order through a dropship program. It's just maybe the some of the pieces are in different places. So it's not complicated. And our uh, look, our support team is as good as any. They can walk you through those processes. We've got good help center documentation. So, Susie, I, I think it is easy, and it is easy as clicking a, a box, even if it's some of the steps are new. We can help people get through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's going yep. to yes. be a big deal. Holiday season coming and inventory Truly. levels looking like they're ticking up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we thought last year was huge, but they are, you know, expecting growth this year. So in just retail sales in general. So I think dropship is going to be a huge piece to keeping up with that. Yep. Well, if you're listening to this and you have questions about that, if you're a smart detailing client, you can certainly reach out to support at smartdetailing.com. You can give us a call. There'll be information in the notes about all that. If you're not a smart detailing client and you're listening to this and are curious, we'd be happy to talk to you about that. You can shoot an email to info at smartdetailing.com. That sounded kind of salesy, but it's a lot of mm -hmm. information and moving parts. And if you just don't care about smart detailing, but you still have questions, I'll talk to you. Just give me a Email Mark, Mark, us at Mark loves time. to talk. I talk all the time. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm the only one in the room. Oh, I did start a meeting with Paul yesterday, and he's like, "Are you talking to yourself?" Like, no, <laughs> not that I noticed. <laughs> I know. I had to meet myself because yet another delivery driver was uh, delivering an e-commerce package to my neighbor. So. Cheap parts. Uh, th thanks for hanging out, guys. This is yeah, fun. Good times. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Thanks. <laughs>